You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. And a very good Monday morning, afternoon, evening to you. Joe Beningo back with you again, the Oda Payne Podcast, Monday, December 4th, 2023. And the Joe Beningo Oda Payne Podcast brought to you by the Hackensack Brewing Company, by Anita Discount Tire, and of course, our friends at DraftKings. Another disgraceful performance yesterday by the New York Jets. They lose to the crummy Atlanta Falcons, 13-8, to the final score at just lovely, rainy MetLife Stadium. The Jets lose their fifth straight game. They're 4-8. and eight. The offense is an out-and-out disaster, and I'm being kind saying that. You know, before I get into the game and the officiating and the brutality of Jonathan Vilma uh, doing this game with Kenny Albert on Fox, because I got to get into that and all of that, too. We got to start with our team. What a disaster. Here's the bottom line, all right? Let's start with this. As long as Aaron Rodgers continues to call the shots and basically be running this football team, this team is going absolutely nowhere. That's number one. This team, Woody Johnson has got to stop appeasing Aaron Rodgers because, you know, it's running this team into the ground. It really is. Number one, Nathaniel Hackett should be fired. I mean, let's, let's be honest about it. And I understand they tried some things yesterday to change things up. And, you know, Tim Boyle, you know, doesn't see wide open Garrett Wilson running around out there. He can't pull the trigger on a deep ball. And obviously, Trevor Simeon stinks too. I mean, let's be, let's be, let's be honest about this. As bad as Zach Wilson may be, and as much as the head coach doesn't like him, because to me it's pretty obvious he doesn't, The guy right now, with five games left in this, you know, another just horrific Jets season, the guy who gives the Jets the best chance to win is Zach Wilson. It's not even close. Tim Boyle is not an NFL quarterback. Trevor Simeon is not an NFL quarterback. And maybe Zach Wilson's not either, although I still contend that if he was coached by, dare I say, Kyle Shanahan or Andy Reid or... Sean McVay or somebody of that ilk, I think he'd be a lot better than he is. But the bottom line is he gives them their best chance to win. It's time for Salad to get off the high horse and go back to Zach this week against the Houston Texans. Okay. All right. With that said, Hackett's got to go. He stinks. I mean, let's be real. And the only reason Hackett's still here is because of Rodgers, because Rodgers is running the goddamn team. We got a guy who has done nothing for the Jet franchise. Let's be honest. 
Aaron Rodgers has done absolutely diddly squat for the Jets, yet he's here telling us what we got to do. Are you kidding me? Hackett should be fired. The Steelers got rid of their offensive coordinator. They're 7-5. and five. The Bills got rid of their offensive coordinator. They're 6-6. Six and six. Far better teams than we are. But we got to keep this stiff Hackett because, well, I mean, it's Aaron Rodgers' buddy, of course. He should be fired tomorrow, all right? That's number one. As I said, number two, Zach Wilson should be back being the quarterback of this team. That, to me, it's pretty obvious, okay? That's number two. Number three, if this team continues to crap out and, and, and let's, dare I say, runs the table and loses their last 10 games of the year, how the hell does anybody come back? You tell me. How do you bring Salah back? How do you bring Douglas back? Tell me that. Because Joe Douglas made the biggest, most egregious error of anyone this year. And that was that Joe Douglas did not have a viable veteran backup quarterback just in case disaster hit. Right? Where was the fallback plan if disaster hit? And Rodgers got hurt and went out for the season as he did four plays into the year. There was no fallback. The fallback was Zach. Where was the veteran? Where was a guy like Gardner Minshew or Tyrod Taylor or Carson Wentz? Where was that guy? That guy was nowhere to be seen. And to me, that's malpractice on Joe Douglas. So if this year continues to spiral out of control like it un- inevitably is. I mean, where, you tell me, are they beating Houston? Who are they beating? You going to beat Houston? Can they even beat the lousy commanders or Patriots now? I don't even know. I don't even know if they can win those games. You tell me. They go 5-12, and 4-14, and 14, whatever, 4-13, and 13, and lose the last 10 in a row. How is How are you bringing these guys back? How does Salah come back? How does Douglas come back? And here's the other thing, all right? If that happens, and it's on its way to happening, right now the Jets have this, they're sitting there with the seventh pick in the draft right now. There's a bunch of four and eight teams. They're sitting there with the seventh pick in the draft. They got to pick a quarterback. Let's be real. We, we, We can't bow down to Aaron Rodgers and say, well, Aaron wants a wide receiver. Aaron wants an offensive lineman. Bullshit. What happens if Aaron Rodgers coming off this Achilles gets hurt again next year? And I want to see him play this year. I mean, why not? But what happens if next year he gets hurt again, right? Where is this franchise going? He's 40 years old. How much longer is he going to be around? We got to find our quarterback of the future. And this draft, this draft has a lot of quarterbacks coming out, a lot. Now, you got to pick the right guy. I mean, we've seen the Jets. Look, we've seen the Jets have the second pick in the draft and take Zach Wilson. We've seen the Jets have the third pick in the draft and take Sam Donald. All right. We've seen, you know, a couple of just complete out and out disasters as far as draft choices go for this for this Jet team with quarterbacks. They got to pick the right guy. But I asked you this question. You tell me, as my wife's showing me something here. Oh my God. Okay. <laughs> My wife's pointing out something to me about the song Endless Love. Isn't that Diana Ross and Lionel Richie? And it's just a ter- terrifically brutal song. 
But nevertheless, we move. We're, we're back to where are we back to Aaron Rodgers here. I lost my train of thought. <clears throat> so, so anyway, as I try not to vomit. Anyway, <laughs> we got to pick a quarter. We got to get. We got. We got to get our quarterback of the future. I mean, well, I mean, really, Aaron Rodgers. How long is he going to be here? If he's here, he's forty. We can't. We can't be worrying about what he wants. We got to worry about what's best for the future of this franchise. And this franchise needs a young quarterback. Let's stop the nonsense. That's the bottom line. And here's, and let me ask you this question. Do you want Joe Douglas making that call? Is that who you want making the call? I don't know about that. As long as they continue to let Aaron Rodgers call the shots here, this franchise is going nowhere. Let, let, let's be real. They're going nowhere. Look what's happened this year as they bowed down to Rodgers. And look, I wanted them too. But look what's happened this year. It spiraled out of control. And Nathaniel Hackett should be gone tomorrow. And as I said, if this season craps out and keeps going the way it's going and there's no reason to think it's not, how the hell do you bring Salah back? And how the hell do you bring Douglas back? You, you answer me that question. Tell me that question. And you got to draft a quarterback. You're going to have a high draft choice. You can't be worrying about appeasing Aaron Rodgers and what he wants. You got to worry about what, what this franchise is down the road. You can't be continuing to bow down to a 40-year-old quarterback who has done nothing for the New York Jets. Nothing. Nothing. Every guy he brought that he wanted in here has been a disaster, starting with Hackett. Everyone. Alan Lazard, did he even was he even on the field yesterday? Alan Lazard, how bad has he been? Randall Cobb, he can't even he can't even play. Billy Turner, he stinks. I mean, I mean, every guy he brought in here has been an out and out disaster. Dalvin Cook, how about Dalvin Cook, right? So yesterday, Dalvin Cook's running the foot. I know he came from Minnesota. Dalvin Cook's running the football. I'm like, like wow. Dalvin Cook looks like he's really got a little jump today. And then, of course, just as the words are coming out of my mouth, he puts the goddamn ball on the ground, fumbles, Atlanta takes over. And really, that was the turning point to this game. The Jets led 2-0, right? They get that safety early. And then Cook fumbles at about midfield, and the Falcons go right down the field for the only touchdown of the game. And that was the game. And it was over. Because you knew the Jets were never scoring a touchdown unless the defense did. And the defense played good yesterday. But the defense didn't force any turnovers. You hold the other team to 13 points. You probably should win, right? You should. But not when you're talking about the absolutely disaster that is the Jet offense. Hackett's got to go. Wilson's got to be the quarterback. You know, they got to hold their nose over there, okay? As bad as Wilson may be, they got to hold their nose. Coach, you got to hold your freaking nose. I know you can't stand Zach. You got to hold your nose and put him back as the starting quarterback. If you got any chance to to score a touchdown this year on offense, you have to do that. And I know the offensive line's been a disaster. I know the quarterbacks have been a disaster. But this is the National Football League. By accident, you should be scoring at least one, maybe two touchdowns a game. It's it's brutal. And it comes down to the the coaches. It comes down to Hackett as the offensive coordinator. It comes down to Salah. This team is a horribly – defensively, they're coached very well. Ulbrich's done a great job. Sal is solid with the defense. Offensively, 
this is it's malpractice how bad the coaching has been on the offensive side of the football. It really is. How many times do we have to see Brees Hall get stuffed for a five-yard loss on first down or second down? He's got no place to run. How could he run? There's nowhere to go. And like I said, Dalvin Cook looked like he started to get something going, and he immediately puts the ball on the goddamn ground. (laughs) Couldn't do it fast enough. The pre-snap penalties? Look, there were some brutal calls by the officials yesterday. Officiating the NFL stinks. I mean, you watched this game yesterday. Some of the calls on the defense yesterday were absolute bullshit. That one on on DJ Reed where he got the interception and they called it uh, illegal contact? Really? Come on. You got to be kidding me. Got to be kidding me. How about the one that set up? Uh, the field goal right before halftime, the field goal that Atlanta got before halftime was basically set up on one bogus penalty against the defense after another. On the punt, when Atlanta got the ball, they called a penalty on, I think, I don't know the guy's name from the special teams, number 55 for the Jets, where they said it was an illegal hit with the helmet. <clears throat> Did you see the replay? He never even got close to him with his helmet. And they threw a personal foul, 15-yard penalty there to jumpstart that drive. How about the one they called in the end zone? I think it was on Reed, right, for a defenseless receiver. Really? He didn't hit the guy in the head. He hit him in the shoulder. I mean, just some brutal calls. I mean, horrible. There was one play, and like every time the Jets make a big play, there's a penalty, right? Every freaking time, right? There was one play. Brees Hall ran for like 11, 12 yards, and they called holding on Garrett Wilson. Did you see the replay of this? Garrett Wilson basically, with his left hand, touched the defender, Maybe he had his hand on him for a tenth of a second. He didn't have his hand on him long enough to hold him. And they called a holding penalty on Wilson. How about the one they did not call on the pass down the sideline where Garrett made a great catch, didn't get both feet in down, feet down in bounds. They reviewed it. He didn't. It was obvious he did not. But he got clobbered out of bounds. And I don't know if he got hit in the head or not, but you could, you could take that. They didn't call a penalty, of course, but you could take it to the bank. That if that was the same situation, and it, let's say it was Drake London of Atlanta getting hit in the same way by one of the Jet defensive backs, you can bet your ass they would have thrown the flag there. You can bet your ass. But not when it's the Jets. I mean, some of the calls by the officials were absolute crap. I mean, there's no other way to say it. And the officiating, and I'm, and I'm not blaming the officials for losing this game, okay? Because the offense is just so goddamn inept. Are you kidding? But the officiating in this league is really, really bad. And we've talked about this over and over. Roger Goodell, you know, while he's sitting there counting his 60 million freaking dollars a year, okay? You know, and all the uh, the nonsense that he spews out there, and I don't want to get into all of it, okay? We don't want to get into that. You know, but while he's counting his 60 million a year, maybe you should do something about your crummy officiating in this league. Huh, Roger? Maybe you should. Because it's a disgrace. With that said, you know, there's no excuse for the pre-snap penalties that the Jet offense continues to get. I, I mean, how many, how many, what do you have? At least three four starts yesterday. How about this? How about, this? to me, this sums up the Jets in, in you know, easily. So they, they hit a fourth down on a nice pass from, I guess it was still Boyle to Garrett Wilson for a big first down. And then back-to-back full starts to go from first and 10 to first and 20. Back-to-back, full starts. 
Who does that in this league? You know, you can't blame the officials for that one. Absolute crap. You tell me how Nathaniel Hackett still has a job. He's got to go. Show me something today, Woody. Show me you got some goddamn balls, all right? And stop kissing Aaron Rodgers' ass and say, hey, Aaron, your buddy Hackett sucks. He's gone. (laughs) No, I'm serious. He's gone. He stinks. Mike Tomlin can fire his offensive coordinator. Sean McDermott can fire his. God forbid we could fire ours because Aaron Rodgers is running the show. And I can't emphasize enough, a guy who has done absolutely nothing for our franchise. And these people that are out there wearing their Aaron Rodgers number eight jerseys, wake up and smell the coffee, okay? You know, you'll be burning that jersey eventually. He's done nothing for this franchise. Will we ever see this guy play for us? I don't know. Who knows? Maybe he decides, you know, maybe if if, if Woody showed some balls, had a set on him, you know, <laughs> and stepped up and did what needs to be done, maybe Rodgers doesn't want to be here anymore if he gets rid of Hackett, if he gets rid of Salah, if he gets rid of Douglas, right? And says, no, we got to draft a quarterback with our first pick because we got to worry about our long-term future, not next year and next year alone. Because if you think this team, even with Rodgers winning Super Bowl next year, wake up and smell the coffee, okay? Because that's not happening. Woody's got to grow a set and say, Aaron, this is what we're doing. And if you don't like it, you can leave. You know what, Aaron? You've done shit for my franchise so far. You can Here's the door. Don't let it hit you in the ass on the way out if you got a problem with what I'm doing here. I, I, I am disgusted with watching this shit every week. Really. And I feel for the people, my buddy Kenny, my buddy Joey Jett, my buddy Iron Staten Island, all these guys, you know, Audie, crazy Audie in Brooklyn. All right. And Audie's not so crazy, let me tell you. <laughs> There's a lot of guys that don't, that are a lot crazier than him that don't get the credit they deserve for being crazy. And I won't mention any names. All right. But all those guys that sat out in the rain yesterday, all those Jet fans that sat out in the rain yesterday and watched that absolute bullshit, what do you say to them, Woody? What what do you say? Oh, you know what you say? Hey, make sure you get your money in for next year, right? Like now. That's what he says to you as he, you know, puts that stick farther up your ass. (laughs) Give me a break, man. I I am so damn disgusted today. It's really unbelievable. This team can't even score a freaking touchdown. And enough of Tim Boyle and enough of Trevor Simeon, right? Enough of them. And how Joe Douglas did not have a viable backup quarterback, legitimate backup veteran quarterback when Rodgers went down. Right then and there, that's reason for getting fired. Let's be honest about it. That's reason for getting fired. And if everything goes to Hoyle and Rodgers is here next year, like I said, they got to draft a young quarterback, but they got to also sign a veteran backup. Because are you confident that Rodgers coming off, you know, a torn Achilles at 40 years old is going to make it through 17 games next year? Are you really think that's happening? I'm, I'm telling you, man, I am freaking disgusted with this franchise. Really, yeah. 
The same old, same old, same old. Unbelievable. And I can't defend the coach. You can't defend him. I mean, right now, what's his record now? 15 and 31? Six-game losing streak to end the year last year. They're on a five-game losing streak now. What, what they've scored, one offensive touchdown in the last five games, and it was a garbage time, meaningless touchdown last week against Miami. <laughs> He's been terrible. No other way to say it. If he ends the season on a 10-game losing streak, how does he come back? How? How can you sell the how can you sell the fan base that this coach is coming back if that happens? That Joe Douglas is coming back if that happens. They got to draft a quarterback. This is a loaded quarterback draft this year. Loaded. You're going to have a top 10 pick, who knows, maybe a top 5 pick. The way they're going. And you're not going to draft a quarterback? Because Aaron Rodgers doesn't want you to? What? Boy, this franchise, they really are a disgrace. They really are. You know, they are. Let's be real about this. And you could talk about any other franchise you want. You know, what's Cleveland's big? Cleveland's pretty good by, right, by, the, by the way right now. How about that, too? Joe Flacco yesterday, and we had him, comes off the street. And I know they lost to the Rams, 36-19. But he threw for like 200 and something yards, 270 yards. He actually looked like a professional quarterback. Now, Cleveland actually has got an offensive line that's like a professional offensive line. But really, Joe Flacco, Cleveland. This is the worst-run organization in the National Football League. I mean, who's worse? Tell me which organization right now in the NFL is run worse than the Jets are. Tell me who that is. Tell me. The Jets are being run by a 40-year-old quarterback that has played four four plays for them, has done absolutely nothing as a New York Jet, and he's running the show here. Really? So typical of this crummy franchise. And let me get my sponsors in here. Then I want to get into Jonathan Vilma, who I like. I got a Vilma jersey. There were a bunch of them there yesterday. Boy, he, he, how bad was he? Oh, my God. Rarely do I get on a guy that's a color analyst, but he stunk yesterday. All right, let's get the sponsors in here. I'm running out of time. The Hackensack Brewing Company will let you know when the next live podcast will be, sometime probably after the new year. You know the deal. Located 10 minutes off the George Washington Bridge, 30 seconds off Route 4, and who needs a house out in Hackensack? Tap rooms open 4.30 to 10 Monday through Friday, 2 to 10 Saturday, 12 to 8 Sunday, 78 Johnson Avenue in Hackensack, right behind the tombstones. Go see my buddy Mike Jones. Go see everybody there, TJ, Herb, Andre, the homish booker. Go see them all. The Hackensack Brewing Company will let you know when the next live podcast is. Go see my son Johnny at the um, Anita Discount Tire. He's not happy. His Saints lost yesterday to the Lions, 33-28. Derek Carr got hurt again. Uh, they were down 21 nothing in that game, came back, still lost. They're in trouble. They're 5-7. and seven. They fall a game behind, actually a game and a half behind is Atlanta, as Atlanta basically had a day off yesterday uh, playing uh, the garbage that is the Jets. But go see Johnny. Go see Ari. You need car. You need work done on your car. You need tires. You need your car inspected, whatever you need. I need a discount tire. Rivervale, New Jersey, Westwood Avenue. Tell them Beningo sent you. And, of course, finally, DraftKings, anything you want to bet on, you know the way to go. DraftKings is the way to go. Um, 
Uh, you can uh, download the app now. Use the code O to Pain to sign up. New customers bet five bucks, take home two hundred instantly in bonus bets. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code O the Pain. You got a gambling problem? Call one eight hundred Gambler. Visit wwwsot one eight hundred Gambler net. In New York, call eight seven seven eight Hope NY. Text Hope NY four six seven three six nine. Check it out, DraftKings. Jonathan Vilma yesterday was brutal. Now I got a Vilma jersey. And I was going to wear it yesterday. I wore my Don Maynard jersey. I, I I was thinking about wearing Vilma, and I didn't. He, there was a bunch of people with Vilma jerseys in the crowd, and this guy was clueless watching this game yesterday. Oh, what are you watching? First of all, how about the, the, the officiating was terrible? How about calling that out? And then there was a sequence where the Jet fans, you know, sitting there in the rain watching this crap, the Jet fans are booing the offense off the field because it was just horrific, right? So then... The defense gets a stop, three and out, and they're cheering the defense. And Vilma's going, well, they, they're cheering now. They were just booing. Well, sure, because the offense is a piece of crap. What are they supposed to do, give a standing ovation to Tim Boyle and the shit he's throwing out there? Is that what they're supposed to do, Jonathan? The defense is playing their balls off. They're holding them to 13 points. Any other professional team would have won the game easily. And you don't understand how the fans are booing? What? What are you, serious? And then he's praising the Falcon defense. The Falcon defense stinks. This offense offense couldn't compete against Alabama. (laughs) The team's in the Final Four. Please. Alabama's defense would shut down this offense. You got to be kidding me. And he's sitting there, oh, the Atlanta defense is playing great today. Sure, they're playing great. Look at the garbage they're playing against. At least Bart Scott called it right on the postgame show where he said, Atlanta's defense isn't any good. The jet offense is, it's not even, it's not even the SEC level offense. I mean, it's unbelievable. SEC, forget it. It's not even Mountain West offense. Not, no disgrace, no disrespect to the Mountain West. What a goddamn joke he was. And I like Vilma. He was a terrific player for us. They should have never let him go. And, of course, he goes to the Saints and wins a Super Bowl there, as so many, you know, Jet first-round draft picks have done over the years. You know, leave the Jets and go win a Super Bowl somewhere else. John Riggins, Keyshawn Johnson, Darrell Revis, Vilma, just to name a couple. What an absolute disgrace he was yesterday. Kenny Albert does a great job. Vilma was absolutely freaking brutal. Oh, my God. Ah, oh, was he brutal. <laughs> Quickly before we go, the uh, committee got it right as far as the Final Four for the college playoffs. And I feel bad for Florida State. You know, they went undefeated in a, in a Power Five conference. You know, give them credit for winning that game against Louisville. Give them credit for beating Florida last week. You know, they were on their third quarterback against Louisville. Freshmen, they found a way to win 16-6. to But the bottom line is this. Right now, they're not as good as Alabama. Alabama's better. How could Alabama not get in? Alabama just beat Georgia, who had won 29 consecutive games. Alabama only had one loss, and that loss was to Texas. And how could Texas not get in after they only lost one game and won their, uh, you know, uh, South uh, Southwest Conference? That's in the old days, and they won their Big Twelve Championship, blowing out Oklahoma State. 
they had to get in. They had to. And obviously Washington being undefeated, beating Oregon twice, and, and Michigan were getting in. So they got it right. And I feel bad for Florida State. I really do. But let's be honest. Alabama, Michigan in the Rose Bowl. And at the Michigan's number one. Alabama's going to be favored in that game. Alabama's better than Michigan. I mean, you know, you can say whatever you want. I'd be shocked if Alabama doesn't win that game. And I would be shocked if they don't blow Michigan out, to be very honest with you. And as far as the other game in the Sugar Bowl, what is it? The Washington and Texas. That's an interesting game. And you get to look close at two quarterbacks here. You get to look at Michael Penix of Washington. And you get to look at Brock Ewers of Texas. Keep an eye on both of those guys. And I know a lot of people like the guy from Michigan, J.J. McCarthy. I don't know how much I like him. Jalen Milrow, who has played great for Alabama, but he's not coming out yet. He's only a, a second-year sophomore. So he's not eligible yet. But he's playing damn good football. He played. He had a tremendous game against Georgia in the SEC championship game. So I get it. I feel bad for Florida State. But the bottom line is this. Right now, Florida State, without their quarterback, Travis, is just not the same team. They're not as good as any of those teams that made the Final Four. And right now, I'm going to go out on a limb right now and say Alabama's going to win it all again. I really do. I think they're the best team. I think they'll beat Michigan. And I think if they get Texas again in the championship game, they will avenge their one loss that they had down in Tuscaloosa earlier in the year. That's how I feel about that. But getting back to the Jets before we go, just another wasted season. I mean, really, how much more can we take? And can and right now with the state of this offense, can they beat anybody? Are they beating the Patriots, the lousy 2-10 and 10 Patriots, who got shut out yesterday, 6 nothing by the Chargers? The Chargers think, too. Justin Herbert is so overrated. Look, I understand, you know, we'd be a lot better off if we had him as our quarterback, but he's he's overrated. And can Brandy, Brandon Staley be long for the world coaching the Chargers? Maybe Belichick's going to wind up there. I don't know. There's been rumors about that. I don't know. Can they beat the lousy Patriots? Can they beat the lousy Commanders who got just whacked yesterday by Miami, 45-15? How about a couple of those long touchdown bombs from Tua to Tyreek Hill? It's like too easy for Miami. And the Jets play Miami again in two weeks in Miami. You give them any shot. What do you think the final score of that game is going to be? Maybe the defense will keep it close for a while. Woody Johnson, grow a set of balls and stop letting Aaron Rodgers dictate what happens with this franchise. Because as long as you continue to do that, this franchise is going right down the toilet where they've basically been for the better part of the last five decades. Maybe. Everybody have a great rest of your week. Check me out later with Evan and Tiki on the fan. All the love.